This is a previously recorded episode. This show is broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. For more information about the show or our network, please visit www.podcastdetroit.com. You're listening to The Way Station Podcast with Megan and Stephanie. Welcome to The Way Station. To ensure traveler safety and comfort, please deposit your baggage at the door. The Way Station encourages open discussions. All stories are also accepted. Rest from your journey through life. Enjoy your stay, and please come again. Hello, and welcome to the Way Station. <laughs> no, I was seriously we had a like... delay. <laughs> she wasn't saying it, so I had to step in. Sorry. Yeah, thank you, Megan, for uh, okay. for having my back. <laughs> I was literally like just staring off in the distance like I'm waiting for her to say something. (laughs) So hello and welcome back to the way station. (laughs) Thank God for Megan. I'm your host Stephanie. And I'm your other host Megan. (laughs) And today we have with us uh, a friend of the show who's been on more than once who we just seem to uh, always want to drag on here kicking and screaming. Mr. Paul Gorey. How are you today, sir? I'm fine. How about you? Uh, doing great, other than missing my cue to start talking in the mic. It's okay. <laughs> I'm a well, genius. thank you for having me on again. I'm having one of those days. But whatever. So we're going to get um, into what Paul's been working on the last, oh, I don't know, couple of years, uh, a little later on in the show. But we're going to start off. There's kind of a, there's been a lot of things kind of going on. A lot um, of weird things. I mean, good things and bad things, as usual. Yeah, it's Earth. It's Earth. You know, stuff happens. It's crazy. (laughs) We fuck shit up all the time. (laughs) So there's this um, there's this company called SpaceX, which, by the way, I didn't know about, and I feel like the worst person, um, on the whole entire planet because I'm a huge uh, space nerd, and I didn't even know SpaceX was a thing. Apparently, it's owned by this like you know, massively rich dude, and they were testing one of their um their ships that they were going to be spent uh, sending into space and it exploded during the test. And if you haven't seen this video, you need to watch it. I it's, have it. And I kind of want to pull it up right now, up right but now, I don't want no sound. Yeah. Um, and Paul, if you haven't seen it, you definitely should check so, it out too. It's a really, it's, it's really something, uh, to no, watch. I it. yeah, it's, um, and luckily there's nobody on the ship. Uh, they were just testing it. They were supposed to launch it. I think the day after, um, and luckily, they, you know, they followed the proper protocols and they they did the the test and the whole thing just like explodes, like okay, three on, seconds gotta, after gotta they this. start it. Hold on, I gotta make sure that the volume is. Yeah, there's there's yeah, a lot it's pretty, of videos. It's pretty intense. Yeah, um, I can't find the video. I just I can't believe. I mean. Like we already have NASA, and that's really great. But this guy, Elon Musk, I think is the owner. Uh, yeah, he's the CEO of SpaceX. He's just like crazy rich, and apparently is super into space and space travel. He's just sitting in his chair, like, "Eh, we'll build another one." Yeah, he's like, "Whatever, I've got all the money." Even though this one just <laughs> blew the fuck up in my face, <laughs> and everybody. I mean, how long did it take them to build this thing? And then they test it, and it just goes. It's like they think it was something like three hundred billion or. 
$300 million just for one of the pieces of equipment that was like in the top of the... That's ridiculously expensive. Oh, my God. And this is what is wrong with the world. You got people sitting up there making spaceships and blowing them up just for <laughs> shits and giggles while people over here can't even pay for college and textbooks for school. Yeah, I'm still up to my eyeballs and and debt for uh, my bachelor's degree. So (laughs) I'm like never going to pay that off. (laughs) I'm just going to, I'm going to tell this guy I need money to build a a spaceship and then just use that money to pay off my student loans. Do you think it'll work? You know what? The worst they can say is no. Why not? (laughs) (laughs) Let's give it a try. I'm just going to start calling up rich people. Can you pay for my college tuition? No? Okay. Can you (laughs) pay for my college tuition? No. Hey, Oprah, come on. You've got a lot of money. Let's do this. You know, Oprah probably does have a lot of money. She she just gives away stuff anyway, so why not? And you get a free education. And you get a free education. (laughs) But guess what? You have to pay, like, interest fees afterwards. Because that's what they do on those talk shows. They give you stuff. Right. But then you have to pay, and then you have to pay the taxes on it. Oh, yeah. When those people were getting those cars, they yep. had to pay like, you know, five or $10,000 in taxes. Yeah, and they, they can't even afford that. Otherwise, they would have a, a nicer car exactly. and they wouldn't be super pumped about the car Fucking they just won. <laughs> anyway, we went off track there a little bit. Yeah, my Well, bad. if you get a hold of him, he might be able to help you. I mean, he is worth a net worth of, uh, what's it say? It's a $12.7 billion. Yeah. So, so this means if he's worth that much, I wonder how much a hair or maybe like a swab of spit might be worth and sell it. <laughs> I've got this man's spit. How much? How much are you gonna pay for it? Underwear. How much you want for these? Oh Jesus! There are people that pay good money <laughs> exactly. for that. Exactly. See, people I can are make gross. Bank. I can make bank. You just have to sneak into people's houses and go through their their hampers and touch their dirty. Underwear. Look, I can find somebody. It's called you pay out of state. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> Megan, and with cash, Megan never, her life it will goals. never, it will never get back to me ever, unless they listen to this podcast, <laughs> which they won't. <laughs> so anyway, there's some other stuff um, along with the uh, explosion of um, the SpaceX rocket that has been going on, and I'm going to let Megan. Megan found some of the stuff. I did. I was bored, and we literally like was like, "Hey, what do we talk about today?" And after bringing up all this stuff, I don't have it in here anymore. It went bye-bye. Um, did you Wait, want to no, talk I about the AI thing? Yeah, I got that. Ooh. Okay, so that I did write down. <laughs> <laughs> um, it says, Berkeley opens a uh, center tasked with finding ways to guarantee that AI systems remain under human control. So they're automatically we are we're already fucked is basically what they're saying. <laughs> they're they're basically they built that because they know that eventually it's gonna get out of our hands. If it hasn't already. <laughs> what was that what was that one video of um that one robot and it, it's really creepy too because Oh I saw that how she's saying that she wants to have or it was like some it was weird, I think it was more or less out of context, but she was like, Yes, I will take over uh the human race or something like that. She's like, Okay. I'm like what? There was another one where they uh, had. What was that, Paul? I laughed because I I know the video she's talking about. See? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty crazy. And um, they're in this. I article, think what made that video creepy was was what the look on on the on its face. It was just so exactly the look on its face was just so because she's just it was happy. so human like, but it was so so like I don't know. It was it was like synthetic it was happiness. Eerie. 
If that makes you know any what's sense. Really funny is that we were just talking about Elon Musk and he's in this article. Are you serious? So this really is tied together. Apparently, technology experts on um, like Stephen Hawking and Elon Musk have been tirelessly warning of the possibility a possibility that advanced AI systems will overthrow humanity in the future. Of and course. I, I've heard Stephen Hawking's talk about it. Yeah. He's, he's been speaking to that for, you know, like a decade. Exactly. Or longer. But I, that's really funny that they're both, this both articles. This is insane. I swear. This man. Well, he, I have him up on, on, on the, the web right now and he is co-found. He's, this guy's got a list of shit what is, that he's what is under this his list? belt. But he's a, a list of shit. <laughs> his he's co-chairman of open ai mm. oh my god there you go so he's all up in that ai we're all gonna die <laughs> we're all gonna die <laughs> even though he's <laughs> trying to prevent scary. it watch it's we're all gonna die we're well yeah and i guess it's um the new center it receives it's gonna be receiving a 5.5 million dollar grant from the open <clears throat> philanthropy project um, they're going to be trying to – they're expecting it to find ways that will guarantee that AI systems, no matter whatever technological advancements they achieve, remain under human control. Um, Just make them addicted to, like, cookies and not tell them the recipe. It's, it's like, it's like uh, when they make the dinosaurs lysine dependent in uh, Jurassic Park. Life uh, uh, finds a way. <laughs> <laughs> these, these motherfuckers will figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is always it always goes back to Jurassic like, Park yeah, for me. Just like get grandma's recipe, and you're the only one that knows it, and just be like make them dependent on grandma's cookies, and then never tell them the recipe. But be like tell me, tell me, please. Nope, can't do it. The only problem is they don't eat, <clears throat> so we'd have to come up with. I hear what you're saying now. You could come, but up you want to know what? What was this uncanny? Have you seen that movie? Uncanny. It's on no, Netflix. I don't think so. Check it out. It's really cool. Artificial intelligence. It is so human like. I don't want to give away uh, everything, but it is very good. It's a it's a very good mind mind fuck. I wanted to say it, but I was debating on whether or not I should say it or not. But I, I was say like, it. I swear anyway. We always so what does swear. it matter? <laughs> so it's a very good mind fuck. Um, you have to watch it. You have to. If, She's especially talking to you, you, Paul. You have <laughs> yes, to watch yes, it. Yes, Paul, watch it. That. Uh, <laughs> but um, it, if you if you're okay, big on artificial intelligence, on it. it's very good. good. It is very good, and you kind of get the feels. You get you get them feels. Like you, you're creeped <laughs> out, but at the same time, you're like, oh my god, you did all that? Like seriously? Yeah, it just it just speaks to where we're at in uh, um, our technology that they have to build a place like this, that they have to figure out a way to keep but AI I'm from becoming kind of, like, I'm worried out of about human control. Why? Why now? Like, why? Like, I mean, we already have, I mean, granted, robots are not everywhere and we don't have them like pets. Right. But I'm just like, is it getting out of hand right now? That bad? I would say that if, if you look at, um, there's a few different videos actually of, um, robots or um, uh, computer programs that they've programmed going without um, outside of their parameters and doing and saying things that they shouldn't be saying, which means that they're going against their coding. There was, um, there was a video that I watched where it was like this really crude looking robot and it was only supposed to do like two specific things. It had like a hand attached to it and it was supposed to like do a specific thing with its hand and it started doing like all these erratic things that it wasn't supposed to do and it wasn't coded to do any of the stuff. So Could it be bad coding though? Um, That's no, my they, only they thing. double checked it. I'm actually going to um, look Please it up Please find really this quick. because I find yeah. this like 
Are you scared? Like, I'm not scared, <laughs> but it is a scary feeling. No, I mean, it's cool, but scary at the same time, knowing that something that we built is has the capability of thinking and doing things on its own. How is that not scary? Yeah. How is that not, like, nerve-wracking? No, it's completely frightening. I mean, uh, we already have enough trouble with human beings, let alone machines. That, not it's to like mention, rise of the machines. these computers probably have zero emotion, which that means they could give zero fucks about your feelings. And us as humans <laughs> have all the feelings in the world. Those are there, but there are people that don't give a fuck about human feelings either. Yeah, no, I called bet my dad. I don't think, I don't <laughs> my dad still cares these, somewhere in there. I don't think that these programmers just program these robots or AI to just without any kind of Backup plan. Does that make sense? Like a fail, a, a, a fail safe. Yeah. But at the same time, the kind of program that they can shut them. Yeah. I don't think that they do that without any of this. So, I mean, but my thing is, I, even though I'm you built it, personally I mean, not worried about it at all. See, but this, this whole center is basically tasked with just in case this fail safe doesn't work. We need to find other options <laughs> to, in order to make sure <laughs> these fuckers a, still remain giant, under our control. Take a giant well, fucking it's magnet. it's really simple. When you're, when you're messing around with AI, have a bazooka in hand. There you go. <laughs> Always be ready to make shit explode. Paul wins. Right. <laughs> now you will see 90% of the human population carrying bazookas everywhere. <laughs> oh my god, it's totally this perfect. Is, yeah. World it'll make War lot, three. It'll make a lot of people happy that they get to carry bazookas. Exactly. Around <laughs> if I got badass. to carry around a bazooka, it'd be like GTA. GTA motherfucker. There's so many there's so many other things that are going on that I'm more worried about than this the Terminator's coming. Yeah. To be honest. Like you know, I now know why you cry. Tom would do it perfectly. I know. Here, swear to God. <laughs> I, I would start tearing up a little. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, because well, apparently. So I mean, don't get-, get me wrong. If this kind of stuff started coming, you know, for, I'd freak out. I'd be like, "All right, I'm this. All right, what?" Um, you take your family and like go to a bunker where's underground. The <laughs> where's the bar? Where's the bar? Where's the bar? If you're yeah. drunk, you can't save yourself, man. It makes no, it harder. but maybe if he's drunk, they'd be like, "Ah, he's harmless. Forget that waste of life. <laughs> yeah. He's too drunk. Who's that guy? I am gonna be right there with Paul. I'll be drunk. Be wasted." Well, good for you guys. I, I'm, I'm going to be fighting for my life. Yeah. I want to live. Hey, that is a great strategy. I'm sorry. But if something thinks you are basically defenseless and then you turn around and fucking just rip out all the wires. So you, you're planning on getting drunk and then ripping out wires. Hey, drunk people can rip out wires, motherfucker. See, <laughs> Paul and I got this down. Good for you guys. I think I made a new friend. You did. <laughs> So, and we uh, we also wanted to talk a little bit, like, just we, we didn't really necessarily want to talk about it, but Bill Nye is coming back to TV. Yeah, he's got his own series, or he's going to be getting his own series on Netflix. Yeah, spring You're moving up in the world, Netflix. Moving that, up in the world. So, Netflix seems to be the place where everybody wants to go these days. Apparently. Oh, yeah. With all, all these new freaking shows. They've been doing so well. Like Orange is the New Black. I mean, has won all those awards. And um, now Stranger Things, Stranger is a Things thing. is like everybody's obsession on the internet, except for not Dave. Yeah, Dave the owner was of not. the uh, our, the network we are currently on. He was not a big fan, and apparently, no, no, he liked it, but he said it wasn't worth the hype. Which okay, okay, that's cool. Here's my opinion. 
Oh, that was weak. <laughs> Megan always. Oh, that was so weak. I am very disappointed. Like I had I kinda, that build up. Kinda, you know what? That's kind of weird because I can kind of see his point. To be honest, I mean, it's mm. a really great show. It is a very it's, great show. It's superb. I am. I will admit, though, I am kind of amazed at how insane insanely popular i mean it's just everywhere honestly you can't even turn around without it being there in your face yeah and you know what i mean i can agree i can agree with dave and and paul with that i really enjoyed it it was very very good and you know what the kids oh my god the kids were so freaking adorable they were perfect i know and they were playing D &D. i'm like those are my children exactly (laughs) that that was basically just like a future image of stephanie's and my my children and (laughs) our friends rob and melissa all of our children are going to be together at somebody's house in the basement playing D and D. And you know yeah. what? I might actually end up being there playing with them. You'll be the DM. Exactly. <laughs> you'll be like the OG. And I'm like, be like, no, you die. <laughs> a dinosaur ate off your head. <laughs> but and a you're dinosaur dead. is not into it. Is dinosaurs can be in whatever I want them to be exactly. in. Exactly. <laughs> you lose. But yeah, Netflix is getting all these great shows, and I'm really pumped that Bill Nye is going to be coming on there. I um, am too. It'll uh, be great to have him back. I just, I remember growing up watching his show. I've always been a nerd and I really have always enjoyed science. And his Same show here. was so fun. I loved it. I would die every time my teacher's like, okay, uh, today we're going to watch a video on this. And then, and then it's yes. Bill Nine. You're just like, oh my God, yes, you make so much sense. And he was like adorably nerdy and like even not like he's old as hell now, but he like, he's, he's still so adorable. He's so cute. I, I know. I kind of want to just hug him and be like, hey, dude. Thanks for an awesome childhood. Exactly. (laughs) Our children will never know. You know what? They might. They They might know. Yeah. Bill Nye's back. But I don't think it'll be the same show geared towards children. That's the only thing. Well, we'll find out, I guess. I guess we will. Spring 2017. So we'll definitely be looking for that. And when that comes out, we'll definitely be talking about that. I am. Yep. I'm pumped. I'm um, excited. There are quite a few horror movies coming out. Oh my god! Because it's the season now. It's almost well, yep. not almost Halloween. It's like two months away, but yeah. it's almost Halloween as but far as I'm it's concerned. It's the start of um, fall. Granted, we already had our um, August first was the beginning of the fall equinox. So, right, and then September twenty second is when it officially turns fall yes. according to the calendars. Yes, and then uh, also. Oh, God, what was I going to say? Can't remember. It's okay. Do you guys get Rain fall fart. in California? Because I feel like you don't. It probably I'm gets sorry. cooler. Do you get fall? You cut up. You cut up. Like fall No, you weather? basically get summer and winter. That's it? Summer and winter? With, a, it, with a hint of spring. Really? No no fall. No autumn. That's la- Like, autumn is the best time of the year. That's at least my opinion. Yeah, I but what's it. winter I mean, like in California? You know what the... Fall. You, you, in certain areas, I don't know about. I don't know about where I live now. I mean, we've only been here for, I don't know, like two months, mm-hmm. two three months. Um, I don't know how it is up where I live, but where I used to live, I, you really it wasn't really noticeable. You know, like in Orange County or in an entire County. 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 I've never really. It's just been straight up winter and summer. Okay, you know? well, you're going to have to come um, to Michigan because we actually get autumn here. and it's one We of the, have all the seasons and in between. Yeah, and we also have a construction season, which is basically runs through all four seasons. Exactly. <laughs> it's pretty shitty. You're uh, but yeah, no, you'll have to come to Michigan and check out, uh, you know, 
Fall. Fall is good. Fall is when the horror movies come out. It's my yes. favorite time of the year. Yes. I'm all about nice. the Halloween life. God, I could sit down. I mean, and, and Netflix starts swarming with a bunch of old horror movies and new ones, not to mention. But it's 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 great. Yeah. And we God. have Haunted Hayrides and Apple Cider. Exactly. And apple yeah. Orchards. Yep. <laughs> It's good times. Oh, God. We're like the Michigan Tourist Bureau. We're like, everybody come to Michigan. Autumn's fucking sweet. (laughs) (laughs) To everybody, to all the the foreigners, as much as you probably like, I don't want to go to freaking Michigan. It's a bunch of fucking bullets and goddamn... Gang bangs? No, it really is. There's isn't. no gang. There's gang bangs. You gang said gang bangs. bangs. <laughs> I said gang bangs. <laughs> not even gang bangers. Yeah, that happens gang everywhere. Bangers. Okay, that's what I meant. The Michigan. That's what I know. That's what I meant. It's gang bangs came no. out. You know what I was thinking? Apparently, no <laughs> <laughs> intention of ever going there now because of the See, gang bangs. Because of the gang bangs. I told you somebody was gonna like it. <laughs> So anyway, I'm gang, gang bangs aside, um, right now there's currently um, the first. Well, there's been a couple of horror movies that have come out in the last couple of months. Um, Lights Out came out. Um, we talked about that on the episode where we had the Splatterhouse podcast join us. Did we? Because no, it wasn't remember. Lights Out. So. It was what was we talked about one horror movie. I don't know. Whatever. So uh-uh. I, that was a, that was actually a really good movie. But um, I wanted to talk about Thirty One, which is um, the new Rob Zombie film. Ugh. Uh, I'm I mean, not. Oh. I I don't like Rob Zombie as a director. <laughs> oh my god! It scared the shit out of me. Oh my god! You're so professional. <laughs> that scared the. I just felt my arm. There was something on my arm, and it like it was a fly. It itched. Yeah, but it was itching, and I looked down. All I see was this black blob. I wear glasses, damn it. Okay, so I see this black bob blob on my arm, and I didn't know what it was until it flew. I was like, yeah, it's a fly. I wouldn't have had that reaction any other time, but it made my arm feel weird. Okay. Okay, that was just. <laughs> you're so <laughs> professional. Thanks for putting up with us, Paul. We appreciate you. You know what? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I already have. <laughs> um, so anyway, we're talking about gangbangs. I mean, let's get real here, okay? <laughs> I'm done. Anyway, so 31 by Rob Zombie just came out. I don't know if it was last week or the week before. Um, I don't like him as a director. I, I think it came out this week. I think the Halloween remakes are garbage. Um, I think House of a Thousand Corpses was probably his best movie, but it was a complete ripoff of like a bunch of other things. Um not even like an homage, but like a ripoff. And 31 looks kind of like the same type of thing to me. And a lot of people are excited and have gone to see it. Um, this is coming from the – This, I mean, in my opinion, I, I mean, I can – the only movie that I couldn't get with was that Salem movie. And oh, it yeah. was uh, – Lords of Salem. Lords of Salem, yeah. that one. I watched it. I watched it through. <laughs> It was enough to keep my attention, my my attention. Sorry, but I was still really freaking confused. I heard that from everybody, pretty much who saw it. I honestly think that I would have to watch it again to see if maybe I missed something, which I probably missed a lot of some things. So I don't know. I I I find Rob Zombie is I like him. I and and I also just came from his concert. I think he's a fantastic musician. Oh my god! His, yes, musically, I love him as a as a director and a writer Oops, of sorry. movies. Sorry, honey. Um, I I can't stand him. I think that he tries to glorify the bad guy and like tries to make you sympathize with serial killers, and I'm not going to do that. 
So don't. I can see why, but well, if you look at um, the one that was after House House of a Thousand Corpses, oh, the Devil's Rejects. The Devil's Rejects. And they do that whole like Freebird scene at the end where they're getting shot up, and it's like trying to make you feel bad for them that they're getting killed. I'm like, you are fucking murderers. You're straight up killers. I am so glad to be seeing you get get killed right now because you're pieces of shit. Don't make me sympathize. And I feel like. He, he, it's because he's coming from that angle when he's writing it. He, the only that's his vision, and I understand that, but I don't have to appreciate it. I think it's weak sauce, in my opinion. 31 is basically um, these people get kidnapped by this other group of people, and it looks like it's gore porn. Like, it looks like it, these people have to survive for like 12 hours. Like, if they survive the night, they win the game called 31. And these people are like dressed up like people from the fucking Hunger Games and shit in a barn. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is going on here? It's confusing. Okay, and all you have to do is stay alive for 12 hours. So basically, we get to watch a whole movie where people are like slowly getting cut down and murdered. I'm okay with that. It just, it doesn't look good to me. It looks stupid. I'm see, probably going to oh. see it. I'm, I, always... I haven't seen anything about this movie. Really? Yeah, look it up. Huh. No. Yeah, no, check out... It came out recently. They actually showed, while we were at the uh, concert, they actually showed a trailer, um, which I think it like came out the next day. But I find, to me, I find Rob Zombie, I like him. The only thing I don't like was the fact that he sold out on the whole um, Halloween um, thing. It was this big controversy. You can look it up on YouTube or whatever. On the internet. On the, yes, on, the in, on the interwebs. Um, but other than that. How do I internet, Megan? I don't know how. You know what? <laughs> Shut up and stop wasting my time. I only got two minutes. She's over here flashing me and she's yelling at me. And then, oh my God. What are, I'm not even yelling. What the it's hell? Okay. Her <laughs> eyes are yelling. Megan lives in a delusional world. No, if you, if you look at her, it's like she really, like she yells with her eyes. We both have really big eyes, so it's a true thing. We I do, know it. We do like have like big eye stare off exactly <laughs> see you cannot deny That's the funny. truth it's, we try to see whose eyes can get bigger which we've already come to the point that mine kind of like uh, they're a little bit bigger just a little bit like i need to like practice it's okay i need to practice i have brothers <laughs> we do stupid stuff but again rob zombie i don't mind it i i probably will end up seeing it eventually at the dollar show <laughs> I just lately I haven't been able to see much of anything. So I just I haven't even seen Star Trek, which I've been trying to get my husband to go see for like the past week and a half. I want to go see it. So I I mean, that's just my opinion. Well, I I don't mind it. I, I, I give it a shot. The, well, like I said, yeah, and, and like I, I'll watch it, but I really don't have high hopes for it. And there's a couple other ones um, that we ha- that are coming out. One of them, the one that we saw that looked really, really good was called Before I Wake, or no, it was called Demon. 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 That was the one that. Yes, that was a good movie that um, should be coming out soon. I I was getting mixed um, mixed inter- mixed info on this movie. It said 2015, but then it says it's coming out this month. Yeah. I don't know when it's coming out <laughs> or if it is already out. So I guess um, if anybody can find that information, that would be great. I'm because... looking at, for it right now. I'm, I'm learning how to internet. It okay. says June 24th. Oh, no, that's Neon Demon again. They keep getting those two see, confused. and that's it's another movie that Neon I want to see. <laughs> no, it's just Demon. <laughs> but anyway... It's basically about in U.S. theaters September 9th. Oh, okay, September so, 9th, people. So we technically, are going to see it us. already came out in Canada. Canada, 
That's what I call Canada, okay? It is a Canadian film. Okay. Um, and we were looking at the, the trailer. And the trailer's gorgeous. It, it, it reminds me of, like, 70s cinema. It reminds me of... Um, there's just, like, this really beautiful cinematic tone to it yes. that... For being what it is, for being a ghost story, um, it reminded me of some of my favorite 70s horror movies, um, the way they were doing some of the shots. And I am super pumped to see this movie. And I'm probably going to watch it, and it might be lame, but it I don't care. It might be. But you know what? Even the the trailer, the music in the trailer, it sounds like the score might even be amazing. Really good. I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, and this, is, and this is literally from, what, a three-minute video? Um, go ahead and check it out. See for yourself. I just uh, we googled it on YouTube. Yeah, I think it might be under Fandango, like new 2016 release. But um, it's very good, very beautiful. It's basically about a guy who gets a plot of land for his wedding and reveals some bones, and then shit just goes downhill. From yeah, there. they like tear down a building <laughs> on the land and find these bones, and he doesn't tell anybody, and shit gets real. Yeah. I'm sorry, but if I found a thing of bones, I'd be like, peace out. (laughs) Exactly. That'd be my first thing. If I really can't afford to buy another place, I'd be like, okay, look, we need to go from square one. Let's start some saging. Let's get some Native Americans up in here. Let's do some cleanse the shit. Yes, I was like, I'll do all the all all of it, all of it. We will do all the the. Ceremonies and sessions. I am down. She's gonna do all the gangbangs. I'm gonna do all the gangbangs, man. <laughs> you don't know oh. what? <laughs> I'm not gonna let that Ain't go. Go fuck with so- me. I, you know, every oh, episode, so every episode, there's going to be something that I say that's just going to wreck with your fucking mind. So you're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Yes, you are welcome. <laughs> I need well, a new beer. Uh, well, actually, it's perfect timing because we are going to take a quick break while you listen to some tunes from the Natural Born Killer soundtrack. And when we come back, we're going to talk all about Paul Gorey and his sweet, sweet art. Woo! This is a previously recorded episode. Hello and welcome back to the Waystation. We have our very special guest today, Mr. Paul Gorey. I like calling you Mr. Paul Gorey. So it's fun. That, that works. <laughs> Mr. Paul Gorey, um, who is a, an artist. Um, he's been working on a couple different series, um, Oathbound and Astropunk, um, and also Psychopath, which written by me. Thank you for working on my project with me, Paul. Um, but we're not here to talk about that today. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> Maybe at the end. We can talk nope, about all the things. All. all the things. You're done. <laughs> You don't even have your headphones on. You don't even. Know I don't what need saying. my headphones on. I'm listening to you. Wow, she she went out there and got really sassy. I did. <laughs> Something happened after to her seeing out there. ants swarm around the garbage can. Oh, that's disgusting. I think I'm like fed up. <laughs> it's not my fault. I didn't do this. Me and Jessica did not do this. Oh, I'm no, I'm innocent. Yeah. No, no. It was everybody else that freaking comes here that doesn't like to clean up after themselves. All right, so you have uh, first. I wanted to talk about Astropunk because I know that you've. How long have you been working on on Astropunk? How long has that been in the works? Ooh, uh, I want to say almost a year, a little bit over a year, like about a year and a half, close okay. to a year and a half. Okay, and you guys just got your prints in this this past week, correct? Your the comic. Uh, yeah, he did a very small print run. 
And um, it was just for the cons that he's going to be going to in the next couple months. Okay. And um, we had some different plans from what I remember for the Kickstarter. He had some other ideas, but after, excuse me, um, posting, you know, the pictures of the prints, um, You know, it's it's written by by Kenneth Centers and and Rob Fahrenholt, and they made the decision um, collectively to do a larger print run based off of a smaller amount uh, funded Kickstarter, which was their choice, and they have the freedom to do that. So everybody, you know, like Sean and myself, um, Sean Greenleaf is the editor or the the letterer. And the editor, I guess you could say, and, and then myself, uh, we were all in agreement. So, I mean, that's what we're doing. That's They're doing a very small uh, Kickstarter. I believe it's for 2250 Yeah. Yes, it is. I checked it out. <laughs> and it started uh, this morning. Yeah. It started this morning, and it's, it's, it's at 30 700 days. already. Yeah, and it, it's, it goes for 30 days, correct? Correct. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Great. Yeah, I've Correct. seen. Um, I saw the pictures that you guys were posting of the cover. Um, and I, I haven't seen really mm-hmm. any of the interiors, but the cover looks stunning. Um, and I did see um one of the prints that you had done as well. That was really mm-hmm. cool. I really, really, I really like um the style that you that you used. It, it's very stylized. It's very like um. Ah, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? You probably know because you drew it. <laughs> I went well, you know, like when cyberpunky kind it, of. It's it's very. Um, I was trying to do this very old school kind of sci fi look, but mixed with a very uh, neo punk look at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I <clears throat> drew a lot from like Blade Runner and from. Um, Actually, I drew a lot from Blade Runner and Total Recall, if you really want to know the truth. Like, those are the two main inspirations for the look, especially because it's based on Mars, the first arc. Um, mm-hmm. But when he came to me, you know, they had <clears throat> they had a lot of ideas, and I had to, I had to help them kind of fine-tune it. It was very... Um, it was interesting, the process, because they had, they had never done that. And when Ken and I met, it was... Um, we weren't even talking about working with each other. It was Ken had met me through Kevin Cuff, who is the writer. Found and um, <clears throat> I had read a script of Ken's and I gave him my opinion and we talked and we just became friends. And so when I got the gig for Astro Punk, it was basically Ken after doing a couple projects that he wasn't having a lot of luck with artists from what I remember um, he came to me and was like, you know, how do you feel about doing this? And I said, yeah, let's do it. It's fine. So <laughs> it's uh, fine. Sure. Why not? <laughs> it was, it was, he, you know, I asked him what the project was about and he little did he know that I wanted to do a noir kind of story. Um, and when he said, well, it's going to be kind of like this punk rock noir story. I was like, Oh, psh. You can shut up now. I was like, let's just let's <laughs> you give me a it in your mouth. <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, he had me at punk rock. I was like, let's do this. 
you know, and, and, um, it was, it's been a lot of fun. It was, it was probably so far, I will admit, and I'm sure he'll, he'll agree with, with me on that. And so will Rob and Sean, that this is, has been the most challenging project, <clears throat> excuse me, the most challenging project that I've worked on only because we had all dealt with the stress of losing a colorist, looking for another one. It was a, ba- it was a battle. So that's probably why it took the longest for it to come out because we, we the book was, my pages were done a long time ago. So, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that if you line it up against some of the work that I've done recently, you can tell, I mean, it's, this was, I was fresh off the boat basically. And I'm, I still am. I was just, you can, definitely tell when you look at the interiors so but it it was fun i had a lot of fun doing it so i'm pretty excited i'm really happy that you know they're they're doing really well um and it's 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 exciting so you know i'm excited for you i think it looks really great and i know that when you work on something for that long and you're waiting for you know to be able to finally hold it in your hand it's it's nice to have that. Have you received any copies of it yet, or did he just um, get copies for himself? No, he. I have. I he asked me how many I wanted, and as you remember how I am, I'm not. I'm not very. Um, well, give me fifty. I was more like a realistic number. Right. My thought was, you know, give me five, and we're cool because I knew that he was going to do the Kickstarter. And my concern was if I got too many and. and sold them or handed them out or whatever the case may be, then that was going to take away from the Kickstarter. Gotcha. So I didn't want to jeopardize that for, for them. And, um, we'll see how well, we'll see if that worked. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I've seen it. I've, I've, I've already read it. I've read this, this issue so many times, this, you know, just like how I've read Oathbound because it was, we worked on it for so long. Um, it was, it was funny cause you know, like when we worked on psychopath, we were excited cause we had done it, but well, we were really, <laughs> we were in a really tight crunch. Um, so we basically did it boom, 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 and then put it out. And that's how psychopath was done. As you know, um, right. This I have read so many times, same thing with Oathbound. It's like, but once you get it in print and you hold it in your hand and you look at at it, it doesn't matter how many times you've read it or how many times you look at the pages and you're like, Oh my God, you're, you're just excited again. It's like fresh, you know? So when I, when I did get it, I was pretty stoked. I was with a grin from ear to ear. So yeah, but I, I, um, I'm pleased with how, well, it's doing already, so and I'm sure they are too. You know? Absolutely, absolutely. I think it's. I'm, I'm, I have no doubt that it's going to get fully funded. Um, it's. <clears throat> I, I really like the idea, <clears throat> and the art looks great, and I'm excited for it. So, everybody, um, if you like that style of comic, uh, definitely go check out the Kickstarter. They have um, some really cool prints that Paul has done that you can get with your oh, backing yeah. of the Kickstarter. Um, yeah, the the prints. The prints are. I believe they we did. I'm not sure which ones he put up there. I haven't really. Oh, he put 
one of the original prints that I had done um, that Edwin Zaldivar colored, who's the colorist from Oathbound. Um, and then the other one he did was, was this idea that I really wanted to do a, a, a nod to Blade Runner. So we wound up doing a print like that. Right. Like the movie poster from Blade Runner. And then I, he wanted one from Chinatown. And so I did that one. And I think Dennis Lehman uh, uh, colored it. And, uh, and then I think he did a print for the, I did a banner for him, but we were selling the full picture as a print. And uh, then the covers, the, the print, I think it's called print E and print F. It's the two versions of the cover. One's gold and then one's in color. So you can get all those prints or whatever one you choose, I believe. <clears throat> awesome. And you also um, recently had a Kickstarter for Oathbound, which is... We did. Um, which was successfully funded. You guys did really awesome with that. Which and it's a great project too. I've actually, um, you know, gotten a chance to look see a little bit more of this project. Um, and if it's really, it's really a great. And I'm super pumped for you guys that you know you were able to to get funded and um, you know get this out to people. Um, and I know that you're gonna, the first issue is completely done, and then you are going to be working, starting work on issue two coming up soon. Now, isn't it like in the next <clears throat> month or two? Uh, well, no. Um, as soon as I'm done with Psychopath Two, I'm going to be starting issue two outbound. Um, Kevin, our deadline is uh, we wanted to have everything out by December or the second issue to the to the readers by December. So we kind of were aiming, hopefully if we're lucky around Christmas time or maybe the end of December. Um, but, uh, yeah, that, that, um, the first issue is completely done. I have all the prints behind me and some of them are, um, packaged and some of them aren't, we're waiting to get some, uh, character cards that we, Uh, Sean had designed along with Kevin um, based on some of the artwork that I had done for, for the idea. And it's kind of like a, I think they're trying to do it kind of like a, a card game, you know, something mm-hmm. like a board game. So <laughs> that, that got Megan's interest. She was like a card game. What? <laughs> yeah. I believe they're trying to do something like that. So I, I haven't seen how he is developing it yet because we had just got them from edwin <clears throat> you know are they edwin literally is, behind you every, right now paul ev- <laughs> literally right like behind literally you. are they staring you in the w- face well everybody is i'm sorry <laughs> just talking about the prince <laughs> i'm talking about your prince she was just messing. oh yeah they're they're no they're just behind me they're all pa- some of them are packed <laughs> they're just behind you the other ones it. are in a box <laughs> Sorry. Keep going. My bad. But yes, they are staring at me constantly. Every time I walk into my, my room. No, it's fine. Um, Edwin, everybody that's in the project is involved in something else. So it's like everybody's trying to manage their time wisely. Um, Kevin's doing a bunch of projects, you know, some with Bob France and Eric Donovan, who I believe did a Constantine on, for DC. He did a little run for them. And Sean works on several projects. And I work on the ones that I'm lucky to be part of, and Edwin is the busiest 
guy out of everybody because he works for Xenoscope, and I believe he's done some work for Marvel, and he has constantly, you know, work coming into his his uh, emails. So the guy is really crunched for time, um, and so whenever we send him something, we kind of have to pre-plan it, <laughs> and gotcha. so we had to plan everything with him ahead of time and make sure that things were done in order to get it by a certain date. And, um, unfortunately it took a little bit longer than we thought, but, um, (laughs) which, you know, it, it happens. So, um, but issue two will be started, I believe in about, uh, what, by the end of September, I believe. Okay. Um, I, I should be say starting three it. years, but you know that's just me, just guessing. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be starting this next issue of my comic in the year twenty fifty seven. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> she's setting the. It's you know what the funny thing is like no nobody tells you how hard this is like you 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 think I don't know like before I started doing this I thought it was going to be really. I didn't think it was going to be simple, but I didn't know all the work that it entailed. And I'm sure for you, it was the same thing. I mean, I didn't expect it to be, I didn't expect to have to deal with an editor. I didn't think that I was going to have to have my pages looked at constantly. I didn't know any of those. And this is indie scene, you know what I mean? What right. I'm dealing, yeah. what we're dealing with. So I could only imagine if I ever got lucky and started working mainstream, how tight knit it was, it's going to be. I'm not saying I couldn't do it but I will admit that I'm nowhere near being ready for it. So um, it's just insane. I don't know. Didn't you, when we did psychopath, were you taken back by that or, oh, I mean, it, it did kind of run smooth though. Yeah, it ran smooth. Um, But definitely there is a lot more involved than I had imagined. I mean, it was my first right? book and you don't really know until you jump in and start <clears> doing <throat> it. Um, You know, the length of the process and like all the things that go into it and, and how frustrating it can be and how it really is a labor of love <laughs> because uh, it can get really stressful. And <clears throat> especially, you know, being a writer, I'm paying out of my pocket to pay everybody to, right. to create my happen. book, yeah. you know, and, right, and that right, makes it right. harder for me because I'm not rich. I'm like, I'm an administrative assistant. You know, like I don't make she has all a the job. Monies. I have a job, okay? But it's I not a job. But it's not but it's not a comic paying job. Right. I basically <laughs> have a job to make comics. Like that, that money goes to making <laughs> comic exactly books. And then <laughs> so I'm basically always going to have to have a significant other to take care of me because that I need to make I need to make comics. It's really important. Uh but anyway, um but yeah, it, it's 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 a process. It's it's a lot different than I thought it was going to be. But you know, it's once you have the final product, and you get to see something that you put so see, much time and effort into. As a person who hasn't actually written a comic, well, I've written. Oh, so you've I've written. written one. I've written yeah. one, but I haven't actually published one. Just witnessing through what you guys are doing, I'm just sitting here like, oh my god, no. Megan's <laughs> <laughs> like. Fuck that. Exactly. <laughs> like the It's the insane. Yeah. And it gets stressful. And but you know what? You you get really close to people and And yeah, you, that that I, I, mean, I have been found for- too. Especially with Stephanie I'm- dealing with you. Like there's a newfound friendship there. Because at first when, right. when Stephanie and I first met, 
I didn't know you. You weren't in the picture. And then with her creating this comic, when you guys now you guys are like friends. You're like, hey, I know. And you know what? Sometimes I can even find myself saying, oh, my God, will you stop talking about Paul, please? Please stop <laughs> yeah. talking about Paul. We're trying to drink it's normal, and sing karaoke. It's really normal. <laughs> and, and you know why it's normal? It's because you deal with, we deal with each other every day. Exactly. We're talking about something. Exactly. And I, I have the I have tight. And it's not something that I expected. It just it's it just turns out that way. Yeah. You know, like when when I work with Kevin, for instance, um, Kevin and I, ugh, I mean, I I love the dude, but I hate the dude. But we're <laughs> Sorry, really, Kev. He's like your brother. We're like brothers, though. Exactly. It's, yeah. But it's true. We're we're really tight knit. We we know each other very well. Um, we argue like brothers. But we apologize like brothers at the same time. That's just how we are. And it's because we talk every single day. And there's days where him and I talk like, I don't know, five or six times a day. And it could be for five minutes. Like, hey, what would you do? Oh, uh, I'm eating a burger. Oh, sweet. Uh, How's that taste? And we're not even talking about work. We're just talking about nonsense. The delicious burger that you just ate. (laughs) Well, I mean, even Stephanie and I have found ourselves. I found myself doing that with Stephanie, too, at the same time. I've, I've done it with Ken where... Oh, I know, because nine times out of ten, I'm sitting there right next to her. I'm like, really? (laughs) Really? Is he texting you again? Why? I was like, you're jealous. You know what? I do. I get friendship jealous of you, Paul. (laughs) I'm like, really? We're trying to sit here and have a nice dinner. And I was like, now you're texting Paul because Paul wants to talk to you about this stupid comic. I'm just like, son of a bitch. I wish this comic never happened. She wants to light our comic on fire, Paul. She, we were already when we got into the studio today. Me, Megan, and Jessica threatened to light shit on fire. Like, we're, all, we're all really gonna light fire. Someone down. Yeah. <laughs> but so, no, I'm 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 just I'm I'm happy that you know everything. I'm happy that you guys are going through this because at least. I'm I'm not fully knowledgeable, so she has you to talk to, and not to mention you Absolutely. are her artist. So it's really it, to me, it's really cool. I, I I'm not really fully um, ready for me to start putting out a comic yet because <clears throat> mentally I'm not there. I'm still worried about my job right now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a, it's a huge leap of faith. Exactly. And I don't have I that. I will tell you that. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you're not, if you're not mentally shaken. ready, if you don't, if you, if you can acknowledge that you're not ready for it, then you're not ready for it. Exactly. You know, no, I, I know I'm not. I wasn't ready for the longest time. And I had people telling me that I should be doing this forever. And I was just like, I'm not ready for it. I'm not ready for it. And if I'm not, not, you're not I, I kept telling myself that and I kept telling people that. And then finally, one day, uh, my wife had brought a friend over. One of her friend's husbands, came, they came over for a get together and we were just talking. And I had already heard about him. And his name's Anthony Davis. And, you know, we just became drinking buddies and we would hang out, you know, every time they came and we would go to the bar that was around the corner and we would just talk and we would talk and talk. And then finally one day he was just like, you know, I, why aren't you doing this? And I was like, I don't feel that I'm ready. And so he's like, let me give you one page just to see where you're at. And he gave me one little page to draw and I, you know, I was like, all right, whatever, I'll try it. So I did. And when I did it, I had so, so much fun. I, he's like, well, how do you feel now? I was like, I guess I could, 
You know, I feel I ready now. Crack at it. <laughs> yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just, I, it wasn't, it was one of those things where it wasn't going to, you know, hurt me to try it. Right. I was in a situation where I could do it and I was just like, why not? So we did and we tried it and we did two issues. We, you know, we, we did two full issues of a, of a story that we never uh, did anything with it just because... I wound up meeting Kevin and Anthony was like, you know, let's just put this to the side for a while. And so, um, now I'm, you know, I'm work on Oathbound. I work on Astropunk and I'm working on psychopath, you know, I have no complaints. It's probably one of the funnest things I've ever done. Ow. I just hit my funny bone. <laughs> See? Sorry. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it- and you definitely have to be ready, you know, to do it. It's not something you should, that you can take on lightly. You, you, you have to be all in it and you have to be, you have to be. Uh, I think that you and I had that conversation when we first started talking about doing this. I think we did. <clears throat> I'm, I'm pretty sure we did. I'm pretty sure you <laughs> yeah, did. Yeah, I don't want to get into details or like throw anybody right under the bus, but I remember me telling you, I said, <laughs> if, if, if you're going to be mixing up with people that aren't ready to do this, not, all you're going to be doing is getting held back. Oh, I might have been there for that. <clears throat> yeah. <You know. laughs> the look I gave you and you're just like, eh. No. <laughs> the look I, on her face was like, eh. I just realized, like, my shirt is super unbuttoned. <laughs> I was, you know, I was looking at her bra. It's a nice light blue bra with a little flowery lace <laughs> thing going on. <laughs> I didn't realize that my button <laughs> came unbuttoned. You saw it earlier, but Megan, I wasn't going to say nothing. I like titties. Megan, <laughs> Megan gave me that look, and I was like, oh, shit, she she wants some of this. Oh, yeah, my boo- my boobies are hanging out. Like, okay, that makes sense. And that, kids, is a wrap. <laughs> oh, my gosh. God. Okay, so, Paul, if people want to get their hands on Oathbound, if they want to get their hands on Astropunk, how would you recommend they do that? Okay, well, right now, if you want to get your hands on Astropunk, you just got to go to the Kickstarter. So the Kickstarter is all well, over Facebook. You just Facebook. go to Kickstarter and research and type in Astropunk and it pops up and it's, and it's a project that was created by Kenneth centers <clears throat> and it's 30 days left. And the book's already done. So you, I mean, you don't, yeah, the book is you're not going to lose. The book basically, is absolutely done. You pre or it's basically a pre-order. It's already yeah. done. It's guaranteed that you're going to get it. Exactly. So there there's no, don't worry about it. Yeah. Go throw your money. Nothing, holding, nothing holding back. You're going to get an issue. Yes. <laughs> no anxiety guys. Calm your titties. <laughs> Keep right. the titties and calm. as for outbound, <clears throat> we're, we, well, what we're going to be doing is right now, as we speak, uh, our, web guy who just so happens to be my inking assistant ramon he is ramon who's awesome ramon yeah he is building the par the portion of the website which is oathboundcomic.com i believe um yeah oathboundcomic.com uh he's building at this moment the or formatting the the section of the store, the online store. So what he's you're going to be able to do is you're going to be able to go on there and order prints, issues, uh, stickers, I believe, necklaces, t-shirts. and eventually, I think we're going to be putting t-shirts and posters eventually up on the site. But 
That's awesome. We're trying to kind of, we're trying to kind of map it out so that when I'm done, we're done mailing everything, then we're going to have an actual legitimate count of what we have left. And then based on that, if we are able to sell everything that we have left, that should be able to cover more issues to, to print out. That's Good, awesome. because so. like me, I'm nine times out of ten broke, even though I have a job. Um, <laughs> I totally have a job, bro. <laughs> I'm broke, but I don't – so I never get to actually back, or, yeah, back these Kickstarters. And I feel really sad because there's so much stuff I want to back. Well, there you I go. I just don't have yeah. money. When the website's up, you can always you order go. a comic. Thank so you, there you Paul. go. Thank you, Rob. Yeah, it's just gonna be it's just gonna be five dollars, you know, just what the the price of the issue is, and then the shipping and handling will be uh, added on there. And there that's go. about it. I mean, it's not going to be very hard to do. It, and, and I mean, it's a really easy website to find. It's oathboundcomic.com. I there mean, you go, oathboundcomic.com, people. Yeah. And Paul, if All they right. want to find you, if people want to see what you're up to, um, or maybe even hire you. There you go. If you if you need a if you need an artist, uh, this is where you can find Paul. Give him the deets, Paul. <laughs> well, you can go to Gory's Art Facebook. You can search uh, Gory's Art, and I'll pop up. Or you can just look up Paul Gory, and I should pop up there as well. Or at Twitter, I think I'm, I don't even know what I'm, it's at Paul Gorey. Yes, that is correct. Go. Yep. All I'm right, awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming I on. I deleting my Twitter. It's <laughs> like, fuck that shit. Twitter. I'm really horrible at Twitter. I only yeah. get on Twitter like once a week and it's like a Friday. <laughs> and that's a Friday because you're like, fit was it? Follow Friday. Follow Friday. <laughs> yeah, I just get on there and I'm like, follow Friday. All right, I'm doing my follow Friday and that's basically it. Yeah, um, I'm horrible at it. All right. Well, thank you so much, Paul, for coming on. I really appreciate it. And yes. I know that we're all looking forward to um, to seeing Oathbound in our, in our hands and seeing Astropunk in our yeah. hands. And good luck with the Kickstarter. I know you guys are going to do great. Um, thank you. Thank you. And I, I'm I'm just going to keep I'm going to talk to you like later today. So, yeah, she probably <laughs> is. And I'll probably be sitting right next to her. Which be is like, a lie, actually, fine. because I'm going to go and play D&D. Yeah, see, so you're going to play d and I'm going to Buddy's Pizza to go get fat and eat pizza. Eat all the calories for me. I will. I will do it. I'm going to go home and look like a which, pregnant lady. But anyway. Which means she'll probably eat a salad, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to eat a salad. That's what I'm going to do. Thank you so much, Paul. Sorry we we, uh, we went a little over on time this, this week, but that's okay. Dave and Bob, forgive us. They will. Um, Thank you for having me. Was, and, um... Thank you guys for listening and tune in next time in two weeks at 5 p.m. for more Waystation. Toodles! This is a previously recorded episode.